appreciate. We've had several that have been speaking over the last several weeks. Brother Gators was supposed to speak a few weeks ago and got very sick. I will tell you when I first met Brother Gators, he was attending a church in Zanesville where Brother Bill Spires and Sister Martha had been attending and they were coming here and I he told me, he said, Pastor, I'm going to come and be in Newark. And I said, Brother Gators, that's a long way. You live on the other side of Zanesville. There are churches in Zanesville. There are churches between here and Zanesville. There are a lot of churches that are closer. And he said, nope, I feel like this is where God wants me. And I thought, well, hallelujah. He said, my wife works at Harry and David, drives to work every day. I work in Columbus, I think, at that time. And he said, so I know what a drive is. I don't mind coming and being in church. And I thought, oh, Lord, they may come for a month or two. But it's been how many years now? Eight years. So hallelujah. And uh, he and his wife, family, are a great part of our church. I appreciate him, his involvement, his prayer, his worship. The Gators has always been very transparent. He doesn't mind. He'll call me up, say, Pastor, I need to talk to you. He lays it out. He's going through something at work. He's got a situation. He's just, here it is. Tell me, how, you, how can I get help? What can I do? We've met several times between here and Zanesville, McDonald's. We just uh, haven't even eaten that much, but we've been sitting there, and we've had good Good fellowship. So I appreciate Brother Gators. I know you're going to be blessed tonight. Brother Gators, come. We love you. Let's give him another. Praise the Lord. I tell you, when I think of the goodness of Jesus, oh, that he's done for me and my family and this church, my soul just cries out. Hallelujah! Thank God. Praise God for saving me. I, I can't, I can't, I got to let the Holy Ghost have his way. I, I can't settle myself. As, this has been awesome. 61 days, saints. Woo, my God, my God. God has shown me so many things. And he's done so much for me and my family. I, I can't thank him enough. I, he's, he's an awesome God. Amen. He's an awesome God. My goodness. I give honor to my pastors, brother and sister Showstrand. They have been absolutely, I don't have to tell you. They are just absolutely a blessing. Yes. I thank you for your prayers and counseling and just awesome, awesome, awesome. This is, you know, I want to stay close to God so that I can hear him. I can be led by him. Uh, you can have the Holy Ghost and miss it. Yeah, you can miss it. I want to stay prayed up, fasted up read the word, yes. I have to. Um, just like me and Sister Shostran was talking about last week, uh, 
You know, this 61 days, we can't stop. We can't stop here. We've got to continue. We have to. You know, don't uh, feel like you want to drop your head and like, here's a little taste and see the Lord is good. You better get another taste. All right? He's good. And God wants to help you. He wants to help you and, and bless you in more, than, more ways than one. Hallelujah. All right. Uh, first, pray with me. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank and praise you, God, for a time such as this. God, I thank you, God, for giving me another opportunity, God, to speak your word, God. God, I don't want to do it. I can't do it. You have to speak through me, God. I would have it no other way, no other way. Oh, God, in the name of Jesus, bless me, Lord. Have your way, I will increase that you increase. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. Lord, I'm a paper person. I, I like technology. <laughs> but this won't go out on me. <laughs> oh, I shouldn't be afraid. But um, I just want to tell you a, a, a short story tonight. It just knocked me off my feet. And God used this to uh, continue to change my life, uh, my family's life, uh, my leadership in God, well, as a minister as well. And um, oh, it was just absolutely awesome. Um, it's about a, an author named Russell Conwell. He wrote uh, booklets for business people and he sold about seven billion uh, booklets back in 1890. Seven billion. Now, they were just booklets, but I was impressed. I was like, wow. And he did like 7,000 or 6,000 speeches around the world. So it benefited more than just business people. It, it, it benefited, it blessed all people, a lot of people. And um, he took, just for history's sake, he took the, you know, the prophets and he started Temple University. I was impressed. But this is the way the Lord led me. Um, Proverbs 14, 12, there is a way which seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. Luke 9:23 And he said to them all, if any man will come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross and follow me. Thanks. My topic tonight will be deny yourself. And my subtopic doing right wrongly. That makes any sense. Doing right, wrongly. Amen.
Russell Conwell was traveling the Middle East. He toured the Holy Land by camelback. During the time, of course, they had to stay in tents and carried backpacks. They had an Arab guide. And at night, the Arab guide told stories. The Arab wanted to tell Russell Conwell a true story about a farmer with meager accomplishments, didn't have much, just an ox, camel, a plow, cabin, and was married with two little boys. One day, a traveler came by. Now, in the Middle East, um, there was a law of hospitality. If a traveler came through and you showed him hospitality, the traveler said, I will respect that you work hard every, for your living, but thank you. But have you heard in India they were discovering the first diamond mines? You should go to India for diamonds because people are becoming very rich. He said, all you have to do is go between two mountains, and it's called the Valley of the Moon. There is a stream that's flowing, and all you have to do is pick up the diamonds right out of the river, and you'll become fabulously wealthy. This is a true story. <laughs> well, the farmer just worked on, but one day the farmer kept running that story over and over in his head. It got the best of him. He came into his home and announced to his family that he was selling the farm, that he was going to India in search for those diamonds. Took some money, put it in a sack, kissed his wife and children goodbye. Had a temporary place for them to stay and said, when I come back, boys, you'll be sitting on thrones like kings and will be fabulously wealthy. <clears throat> Well, in the name of Jesus. One day the traveler, hold on, let's pray in the name of Jesus. The Lord, the I'm going to tell you one right now. The devil was fighting me not to preach this. And he made, I got sick. I felt like I let the pastor down. And I'm going to preach this message from my heart. I'm going to let it go in the name of Jesus. He's trying to mess with my mind. And I'm not going to let it happen. In the name of Jesus, Lord. Oh, God, have your way, God. Oh, clear my thoughts, Lord. Oh, touch my heart in a very special way. In the name of Jesus. Oh, God, help me. Help me, Lord. Help me. In the name of Jesus. I know you're there. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Glory. Name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Well, the farmer just worked on. 
But one day the farmer kept running that story over and over in his head and it got the best of it. He came to his home and announced to this family that he was selling the farm and that he was going to India in search of those diamonds and took some, some money, put it in a sack, kissed his wife and the children goodbye and had a temporary place for them and stayed there and told the children, you'll be sitting on thrones like kings and we'll have an amazing life. As the story goes on, he went to India and he never found the diamonds. He ended up in Barcelona, Spain, and in a moment of desperation, he decided to take his life. Before he jumped into the raging stream, he took a pencil and wrote these words. There are no diamonds anywhere. And let that note, left that note for his family and jumped in the river and took his life. This story made me so angry. <laughs> there came another man who bought the farm. Same ox, same camel, same plow, same cabin, even ate the same food. He was working the farm one day out in the fields plowing and he kept digging up these annoying black rocks. <laughs> And he would throw them to the side, and he would go a few more feet, and he hit another snag. And sure enough, there were these black rocks. And one day he was plowing and hit one of these black rocks. That was particularly large and beautiful. When the sun hit it, it showed colors of a rainbow. He thought, I'll just take it to the house, set it on a mantle, let it brighten up the room a bit. A day later, the local priest came to welcome this man and his family to the community. The priest had also invited him to church. While they were in the home talking to the priest, in mid-sentence, noticed the black rock sitting on the mantle and asked, where did you get that from? He said, I got it out in the field. It's unique, isn't it? The priest said, unique? Don't you know what this is? This is a diamond in the rough. This is a diamond, sir, and it's the biggest diamond I've ever seen. Sure enough, they had the rock checked out, and in the 1800s, that one rock was worth $25,000. So I'm guessing probably three to five million dollars today. This was the birth of the largest diamond mine, the Galando diamond mine where the Queen of England buys all of her diamonds. The man who took his life by throwing himself in the river has actually been living on acres of diamonds. It made me very angry and, I, and the first thing that came to my mind was I could not believe I was so mad at the farmer at the the husband, the, far, the father, how can you, you cheated your wife out of growing old together. You cheated your sons out of having a father for the rest of their lives. 
And, and what did he teach him? When things go bad, that's it. How rough did the mother have it? Trying to tell the little boys when things get rough, but that's hard. It scarred them. And the Lord was like, what do you think the problem was, Brother Gators? Ah, it's like, well, Lord, I, I don't think he was saved. Do you think this couldn't happen to somebody saved? Well, yeah, it could. So, what are you going to do? I was like, Lord, I did I'll start with myself. And the Lord led me straight. The Psalm was 139, and I prayed. And before I prayed, you know, I was like, Lord, show me myself. This is what he wanted me to say to him. That was a scary prayer. You know, that's kind of like, you know, uh, Lord, give me wisdom. You know, nobody wants to pray that. I was like, oh, God, I don't want to go through that. And you know what? I got a bold spirit that came over me. And I was like, Lord, show me myself, God. Show me myself. You laid this on my heart, and I'm going to be all right. And this is not just for me. He wanted me to bring this here tonight in the name of Jesus. All right? And so, and when you talked about that this morning, that hit home, I, I lost myself right there in, in the minister's meeting. And, I, well, you know my outburst. I probably would have scared everybody to death. Oh, God. And then I started praying. I said, oh, Lord, thou hast searched me and known me. Thou, hast, thou knowest my downsitting, mine uprising. Thou understandest my thought afar off. Thou compassest my path and my lying down and art acquainted with all of my ways. You know me, Lord, better than I know myself. I trust you. For there is not a word in my tongue, but lo, O Lord, thou knowest it altogether. I will praise thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works, and that my soul knoweth right well. The amplified version of that, your eyes have seen my unformed substance. He knew me. He had a plan for me before I was even thought of. Oh, how can you not trust them, somebody like that? I throw everything. When I, the first time I told my wife, I said, I love you this much. God is first above all of you, above everything. And she tilted her head like my Jack Russell. You know, but she caught on. She caught on. Quit. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> I will praise thee, 
For I am fearfully and wonderfully made. I love that verse. Hallelujah. My substance was not hid from thee when I was made in secret and curiously wrought in the lowest parts of the earth. Thine eyes did see my substance yet being unperfect. He knows you're not perfect. He knows this. Why would you start doing what you want? I'm going to get to that later. And in thy book, all thy mem all members were written, which in continuance were fashioned, when as yet there was none of them. Search me, O God, and know my heart. I prayed that. I tell you, I think I prayed that every day since then. I got this. Lord laid this on my heart in January, and I've just been praying this. And you know what? He showed me. Quick. You, you know, you pray for finances and healing. and You know, sometimes you wait a little bit. Not this. The Lord searched my heart, showed me myself right now. But I was scared. But at the same time, when, when he showed me, he kind of like... You know, you know how, I don't know, you, this is my experience, you know, my, my grandmother just, just rubbed me, she just touched me and hugged me and gave me a comfort like no other. That's what the Holy Ghost did. It's okay. There's nothing wrong with you. You're all right. You're not the only one. That whole church. It's just, it's just, because we're, we're human, we're not perfect, but we're in a time such as this where we have to dig down and, and move like it's a continuing 61 days. We have to, saints. There's miracles that we need in this church. We've been getting them, but we need more. Okay? There's people getting blessed, but we want to continue the blessings. All right? There's seats that need to be filled. There's people out there that are lost. All right? Your friends, your family, people you work with. All right? So important. In the name of Jesus, God, have your way. Oh, God. And see if there be any wicked way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. Saints, I don't want to be a backslider. You can come to this church every Sunday and sit here and praise God, but if you are not seeking God on a regular basis, if you're not making him a part of your life, don't make the Lord... I don't want a pastor. I'm sorry, but I don't want to. I got to watch what I say. I, I don't, don't let the Lord put you on your knees. Fall in love with him. Get on your knees daily. And I'm telling you, you know, when you get home, and it shouldn't be a different element. It is, but it isn't. You know, I, I got four cats and a dog. They think I'm crazy. I tear that house up. You know, I was 
praising the Lord, speaking in tongues. I got oil all over that house. Old oil and new oil. And oil in my grass. Yes, you can't do enough. You know, don't wait till something happens. And then, you know, we're here for you. We'll pray for you if something happens. If you're sick, if something happens in the family. But my goodness, Lord, seek him. Immediately, every day. Meet it head on. Oh, my goodness. The backslider in heart, Proverbs 14, 14, the backslider in heart shall be filled with his own ways. And a good man shall be satisfied from himself. As you already know, backsliders are those who have turned their hearts away from God to go their own selfish way. Backsliders reap the fruit of their decision and heartache and misery. You don't want to do that. Now, you know, bearing fruit, and correct me if I'm wrong, I don't care if this man corrects me right up here, I don't get embarrassed. You know, I, you know, because, you know, like he said, I'm transparent. I want to do right. I don't care about what others think. I don't care. All I care about is my relationship with God and my family's relationship with God. All right? I guess, you know, I'm, I'm so passionate about that. You know, that's why I got angry at the farmer. I just couldn't understand, you know. But, you know, you can bear fruit one way or the other, God's way or your way. Which vine are you going to be on? All right? Because you can bear fruit your own way, but you're going to reap what you sow. All right? It's time to move forward. It's time to not be so lackadaisical and just, you know, I know we get tired at times. I know, you know, that we have jobs and that we have you know, family and children and grandchildren, but, you know, when we want to make time for something, we'll do it. We'll do it. So, make time for God. You know, I'll put a sign on my bedroom door. Sydney will tell you, right, my, our room's right beside hers, and I, Dad's praying. He knows to be quiet, not to get the pets excited, <laughs> all that, you know, because, and, and, and I like, you know, she's learning what her husband needs to do, how he needs to love the Lord, and how I want her husband to love her. I want to visit, no, I'm going to visit her home. One day, and her husband's going to be praying. You hear what I'm saying? When I go over to Caleb's house, oh Jesus, he's going to be praying. I know he's not in his right place right now, but he's going to be. He's going to be because I pray and I 
fast with that boy. And I just tell him that we had a family prayer two weeks ago. And we was all in tears. And the, the spirit came down on us, pastor, right there. Pray in your homes. Husbands, bring your families together and pray in your homes. Hold hands and call out on the Lord. It, it, if it feels different, it's all right. Make it, make it feel good. Come on now, we, we have to. We have to. We can't just do it here. We have to. The church starts at home. Come on now. Hallelujah. Oh, Lord, I need your help, Jesus. It reminds me of uh, the story of Cain and Abel, you know, of doing wrong, doing the right thing wrongly. We know the story. God asked them to, you know, uh, give me an offering. Abel gave him an offering of the first flocks. Cain gave him an offering of the vegetables. But what was the problem? The problem is, Abel had the faith. Abel offered up to God a more excellent sacrifice. Cain, he was, had his own preferences and presumptions. And that's no faith. And that's why God wasn't pleased with what he had. You know, he tried to do the right thing. But where was his heart? Where was his relationship with God? It wasn't there. Okay, this is what I'm talking about. I don't want to spend another eight years spinning my wheels when I can be on track with God. This straight and narrow way, this narrow path that I don't want to deviate off of. All right, a good man steps are ordered by the Lord. All right, and each step that I take, he's got me doing something. And I'm doing it for the Lord. I want to please him. Oh, God. And, and, and here's the pace that he has me going, you know. And by the time I'm here, if I wanted to do it my way, here I am, back here, off course. Still praising the Lord, you know. You praise him, you know. He'll dwell in you. But come on. It's not the same. Get on course, all right? And stay step for step of where God wants you to be. You know, when I, here's a good example. Maybe this is kind of like for the ministers, I don't know. But I don't want, you know, the Lord to, you know, the ultimate goal is thy good and faithful servant to enter in and. Oh, yes, that's what we all want to hear. But I, I'm not sure what the Lord's going to do. But, you know, if he had to show my life, you know, I, I don't want, I'm not prophesying. I'm using this for an example. Uh, I don't want him to say, there's that church you were supposed to have. <sighs> that would crush me. Well, who's those two people there, Lord? They're, oh, that was Sam and Mackenzie. I gave it to them. You know, they showed me faith. Just using it. Forgive me. You know, I don't, I don't want that. 
I want everything he has for me. You know, I want to please him. I just don't want to just make it in. I I want to do everything he's called me to do. Everything. Everything. I want to be a help to this pastor in every way that I can. I tell you, if I lived up here, I'd drive you nuts. I would. I would. I would be, I would probably be bumping into him. You know, but it's going to work out. You know, God's got things all mapped out. And I'm all right with what he's doing right now. Amen. Uh, Romans 10, 17 says, so then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Abel was acting upon, you know, what God had, you know, told him to do. And this is, you know, I want to be an Abel. You know, I don't want to be a Cain. I don't want to be, you know, outside of what God has for me in this church. All right? I want to be right there. I want to trust him. Trust him. Trust and obey. There's no other way than be happy in Jesus. You trust and obey him. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not to thy own understanding. In all thy ways, saints, acknowledge him and he shall direct thy path. Right there, what I was just showing you. Be not wise in thine own eyes. This is what I'm talking about. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. Fear the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And Nehemiah had some wisdom. Nehemiah respectfully asked for and received permission from King Xerxes to rebuild the, the wall from Jerusalem. We know the story. Ezra had attempted to rebuild the walls and failed. This is the same king to whom Nehemiah served as a cupbearer. All right. God had Nehemiah in the right place at the right time. And you can be in the right place at the right time and miss it. Don't miss it. Don't miss it. Yes, God will keep his plan going. Do somebody else. But go seek God for what he has for you. Amen. Nehemiah prayed to God. And he used wisdom. <laughs> How to get that wisdom, Lord? Uh, Brother Gators, did he ask for it? Not all the time. Because when in the midst of the tests and trials, he trusted him. And he didn't try to go around it. He went through it. All right? But he had to have the Lord. He couldn't do it. I need the Lord. You know? And... I remember one day when Sydney was younger and Daddy, you just so strong. She just takes my heart. You such a strong daddy or whatever. And she was talking about not lifting things. And I just immediately started thanking the Lord. And I was like, oh, you give me way too much credit. I, I give it to the Lord. And you know, he carries us. He carries us, honey. Yes. 
James 1.5 says, if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask. Ask him. The day that I ask for the Lord to search my heart, Lord, show me myself. You know, and I was just a little bit nervous. I was like, why do I do I'm not doing anything wrong. You know, at first I was looking for a big one. I was like, no. We all have things that we need, you know, to let God tackle for us in our lives. And I want you to share with your friends and your family, your church family, so they can continue doing what they already know, but we get a little complacent. A little complacent about living for the Lord. I think that's safe to say, if you, if you don't watch yourself, you know, you just fall in routines. You know, and I like to keep fresh in God. I, I didn't always used to. But I'd like to keep fresh in God. I'd like to, you know, uh, fast on an off day. You know, I just don't fast on, you know, Wednesday and Thursday. I'll throw Tuesday in there or Saturday or whatever. You know, I try to throw the devil off. You know, and just, it helps me. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, saints, we need to take a personal responsibility. We got to this year, 2020, and on. We got to take a personal responsibility and, and take it to another level. Take it to another level. Yeah, I, uh, you got to read more, read more. Pray more, fast an extra day, start fasting, you know, just, we got to keep the 61 days going. If you're already doing it, then, you know, amen. But we got to, we got to, you know, I miss being Brother Galoni over there. You know, I pray for that man every day. You know, I, I, I got the whole list sick and afflicted. You know, at home, I got names on my refrigerator. We write with markers. You know, so the whole family can see it and pray. Oh, we try to tackle this thing. You know. Um, and I got to be an example to my, to my children. Second Peter 1.10 says, Give diligence to make your calling and election sure. For if ye do these things, ye shall never fall. Philippians 2.12 says, Tell us to work out our own salvation with fear and trembling. With fear and trembling. You know, just, I gotta do it. I gotta serve you. I gotta, I just, I got to get to know you, Lord. I just more and more will never know you completely. But Lord, 
I, I just, I don't want to miss anything that you have for this church, God. This church, God's got plans for this church. Amen. He does. I mean, I'm talking like, you know, when I was reading about Nehemiah and, and, and rebuilding the walls, I was thinking extending the walls. That's our lot over there. Extending the walls over there. And, and just, and the pastor would be turning this way and running down this way, way over there and preaching. <laughs> Woo, really, you are going to need some more help then. <laughs> and I'm going to be ready. I'm saying it. I'm going to be ready. I want to help this man. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We as individuals must lay aside any denominational bias and personal preconceptions and study the word of God with an open mind and work out our salvation with understanding. That is the single most important thing we'll ever do in our lives. Work out our own salvation. Yes, be hungry. And you know, sometimes the devil can let you, you know, I don't, don't shout now. You know, nobody else is shouting. You see me, Karen? I don't care. I love him. I love him, saints. Yes, I love him. And, and I just want... To do, I'd do anything for the Lord. Anything, God. And uh, I shouldn't have done this, but on my job, on my previous job, uh, I went with a driver to make a delivery. And we ran into this supervisor and his nephew. And they came to me and says, listen, can you pray for us right in the middle of the plant? Now, I'm a supervisor, you know, I can't, got to watch what I do. But that bold spirit came over me, you know. My nephew lost, my sister, uh, lost his mother, she's my sister, and he was just tearing, he was just crying before he even stopped talking. I'd lay hands on both of them in, in the name of Jesus. You know, I don't care. I don't care. The Lord. You know, I'm doing this for the Lord. And, and uh, if I can be of help, you know, our ministry is not just right here. You know this. We, I, we do stuff. I do so much outside of here, you know, and... And from an, uh, another job years ago, I'm still talking to a young man about the Lord. And he's fighting it. And uh, he's in Columbus. And I still talk to him. It's been a couple months since, you know, I spoke to him. But, um, you know, that's what I want to do for the Lord. I just, I just want to do my absolute best for him. Amen. All right. I'm going to bring this to a close. In Mark 8:34, and when he had called the people unto him with his disciples also, he said unto them, Whosoever 
will come after me, let him deny himself. Take up his cross and follow me. And you're going to run into opposition. You're going to pain, suffering, and you just have to die out daily. Die out daily. You know, just do what all that you can to deny yourself and do the right thing rightly. You know, in order in order to do that, you have to stay close to the God. To God, for whosoever will save his life shall lose it, but whosoever shall lose his life for my sake and the gospels, the same shall save it. For what shall profit a man? Gains the whole world and lose his own soul. For what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? That farmer. You know, I, where was he? He wasn't after God. Where was Cain? He wasn't after God. I don't want to be that type of farmer. I want to be the type of farmer who works unto the Lord. I want to be the type a father who will bring his family together again this week hold me accountable and I'm going to pray and I'm going to pray and my cats and my dogs are going to watch me again there he goes again and we're going to pray and I'm going to continue to pray that Caleb's right here yes and I'm going to continue to pray that my daughter marries a saved young man. And I'm going to continue to pray that the Lord heals my wife of high blood pressure. Hallelujah. I'm going to continue to pray that the Lord does all that he wants with me. Oh God, all of us. Yes, just use me, Lord. Use me. If you can use anything, Lord. 